am Annie Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer. And this is another episode in our series entitled Industry Evolutions. And once again, thank you, Eric, for being here. This, thank you for having me. This is Eric Johnson. He is the chair of the Washington Realtors Presidential Advisory Group, uh, enacted by uh, President Sherry Daniels to consider these industry evolution issues and the role that Washington Realtors plays in, in leading positive change. So <clears throat> let's talk about Form 41C. It is an addendum. Mm -hmm. So far, we've talked about the purchase and sale agreement, and then we talked about the buyer agency agreement, which is an, a, a contract between the buyer broker's firm and the buyer. Now we're talking about Form 41C, which would be an addendum to the purchase and sale agreement. Mm -hmm. And in fact, Form 41C is referenced in the changes on the face of Form 21, not by name, but introduced as a concept. Because in a prior video, in the, I'm sorry, in a prior episode of this series, uh, we discussed Form 21. If you missed that, please go back. You need to understand the change in Form 21 because it leads to your use of Form 41C. Uh, nutshelling Form 21, there is a new provision added in the, in the form of paragraph 16 on the face of Form 21, which uh, requires the buyer to either agree that the seller will pay the commission, the compensation that's offered by seller through the MLS to the buyer broker, or there's a checkbox that says other, see addendum. You're either going to use Form 41C as your addendum or you're going to create your own addendum. Form 41C is the statewide form addendum that you would use in response to the buyer saying, hold on seller, don't pay the compensation you offered in the MLS, please do this instead. It would be part of buyer's offer terms, right? Absolutely. All right. Yes. So then we move to paragraph, I'm sorry, then we move to Form 41C. It's entitled Buyer Brokerage Firms Compensation Addendum. Now, if you're saying, wait a minute, the buyer broker can't negotiate <laughs> compensation at the time of negotiating the purchase and sale agreement, then you need to go back to the last episode, you missed it, where we talk about the buyer agency agreement because we explain this. And we explain why it is appropriate, if you have your buyer agency agreement, for the buyer broker to negotiate their compensation through the buyer's negotiation with the seller over the terms of the purchase and sale agreement. Because in reality, with that buyer agency agreement in place, buyer broker is helping buyer to negotiate payment of effectively buyer closing costs. Okay, now, Form mm -hmm. 41C. Yes. <laughs> You've been very 40, patient yes, while I'm, I ramble let me on. Let me get, <laughs> come on, uh, let's go. <laughs> let's cut to the chase, right? <laughs> All right. So the very first paragraph is, is different than what it's looked like on Form 41C, but it's not a new concept at all. The very first checkbox provision, it doesn't have a number or a letter, it's just a checkbox provision. It's entitled Buyer Brokerage Firms Compensation Dash No Compensation Offered by Seller. So Eric, when would a buyer broker want to use that provision? I think the most common context for that would be for sale by owner. Um, where there is no compensation agreement uh, between the brokerage and the seller, okay. yet the, uh, the seller is offering compensation to a buyer broker, this, this allows for that um, uh, to be specified. 
Um, the other might be as if there is a property on the MLS that is not offering any compensation, uh, and it's and it's zero, which you can do in the Northwest MLS, uh, and that buyer gives that buyer broker the option to then ask the seller, well, I know you said it's zero, but we my buyers with their offer would need you to pay my commission. As you were talking about that, um, particularly with the FISBO, somebody mm -hmm. not even listed with a with a listing broker, mm -hmm. would there be a risk in a buyer broker? Let's say the buyer broker doesn't have a buyer agency agreement, so buyer's not obligated to pay compensation. Correct. But buyer broker says no worries because I'm going to get the seller to pay it, and so buyer broker writes an offer for the buyer, mm -hmm. introduces the buyer to the seller. Mm -hmm. Purchase and sale agreement in front of the seller, and the only hope that the buyer broker has for compensation is through paragraph form 41C, but check mark box A. Right. I'm sorry, that first check bo check mark box. Any risk? Uh, yeah, there's What's the risk? there's significant risk there <laughs> because if the seller decides to change their mind, and and I think in large part that's that's somewhat of an academic construct, right? I mean, most time we have the conversation, the seller knows, and they're yes. But every now and then you have somebody who wants to throw a wrench in it and they want to change it. And uh, if they they did that, um, then it becomes a problem, right? Because now you're standing in the way of that buyer getting that property and you have no other agreement in place to as, as kind of a safety net uh, for your compensation. And so that, again, uh, is a compelling reason to use a buyer's representation agreement and have those conversations up front. Eric, you want to know why it's an academic construct from your view? Why? Because you educate your brokers to do it properly. You're not wrong. I guarantee you there are buyer brokers out there who have never thought about this as an issue. The property is offering no comp the seller's offering no compensation for whatever reason. Buyer broker is just assured that they'll be paid. And so they pull out their Form 41C, attach it to the buyer's offer, and submit it to the seller. And seller says, great, nice to meet you, buyer. Why do we need the broker? Right. Form 41C gone, let's sign the deal. Yep. Yeah, that's the problem. It doesn't happen in your world because your brokers are taught to use the buyer agency agreement and they're trained properly on these issues. Sure. Buyer brokers, make sure you understand the operation of that provision. Um, okay, the next checkbox provision. Mm -hmm entitled Additional Buyer Brokerage Firm Compensation Buyer Representation Agreement. In this paragraph, uh, buyer explains to seller that the buyer is already off obligated to pay compensation to the buyer broker. Uh, the offer of the compensation from the seller to the buyer broker's firm, however, is less than what buyer has uh, is obligated to pay the seller. Yes. And in this provision, um, buyer is going to do what through this through this checkmark provision, Eric? So this is where you are, and I believe this is the one where the is this where the offer compensation is more or less than. This is where buyer has agreed to pay more than what seller is offering. Correct. So this is where, what we talked about earlier, if you have that buyer's agency signed, you can ask for the seller to make up that difference in this paragraph 
of whatever that that number is. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So that's the second check mark provision. Uh, uh, if seller signs that, they are obligated to make up the difference as identified on the form. If they don't, buyer is still obligated to make up that difference based on buyer's obligation to pay pursuant to the buyer agency agreement. The third check mark box provision is entitled credit to buyer. And in this uh, scenario, the seller has offered more through the MLS than buyer is obligated to pay. So Eric, how are we gonna treat this provision? Well, and I think uh, on this provision, it allows you to specify where those extra monies go. Do they get credited back to the purchaser? Do they get credited back to the seller? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, again, allows for the maximum range of options for the practitioner, for the clients, and, uh, and, and again, makes it a specific solution versus kind of like, oh, we'll, we'll just do that at closing. Yeah, and, and actually, I didn't, I didn't tee you up well because no. it, the, those options are set forth in the, in the last two checkmark provisions. It takes two checkmark provisions to accomplish what Eric just described. The first checkmark provision says that the credit will go back to the buyer and if the buyer is getting financing and the lender limits the amount they can take, then the extra goes, goes to the to buyer the brother's, brother's firm. Or the seller. Is that right? Um, no, it goes oh, to it the, the buyer's brother's yeah. firm. Okay. Uh, any amount not approved by buyer's lender shall be paid to buyer brokerage firm okay. is what the boilerplate okay. language okay. says. Okay. So you'd have to, yes. if it was something different, you'd have to use the other provision at the bottom and make it different. Got it. The, the final check mark box provision, other than except for the other provision, is the second part of the options that you were describing, reduction of buyer brokerage firm compensation. Sellers offered more than buyers obligated to pay. This is a checkmark box provision that would allow the buyer to direct the funds back to the seller. Got it, okay, right. So the nice thing about that last paragraph is that it allows you to credit that difference back to the seller in the event you are in, say, a multiple offer situation and you want to increase the proceeds to the seller without increasing the price to the buyer. Right. Okay. And we talked about that in the conversation around the buyer agency agreement. Correct. So this is the box that you, it's the final box on the form 41C. That's the box you would mark if the buyer has instructed you to increase seller's proceeds by paying, by crediting back to the seller the extra compensation that sellers offered over what buyers agreed to pay. Correct. Perfect. All right, anything else on Form 41C? No, I love this form because uh, I think it, it, again, helps the practitioner who's, who's nervous about having the buyer sign a buyer's agency agreement. It, it gives the buyer the maximum range of options when the transaction comes together to, to handle that difference in, in uh, compensation. So I'm very thankful for this form because I think it, Again, it's just, it makes it easier to present the buyer agency. You know, I never have, would have thought of that until you just said it, but I can see, I, this is probably, I think, what you just said, but I yeah. can see the buyer broker presenting the buyer agency agreement and then at the same exact time showing mm -hmm. the, how the Form 41C is a companion to accomplish the goals that the, that the buyer and buyer broker agree to in that form, in that buyer agency agreement. Correct. That's brilliant. Yep. Yep. That's brilliant. Okay. Uh, it did seem like I had one more thing I wanted to say about this form before we left it, but I can't remember what it was, so maybe I'll remember it before the next episode. If you have questions, if you remember what else I was going to say, <laughs> if you have questions on this topic or any other,
please visit warealtor.org and ask a question through the legal hotline link. Thank you for being a Washington Realtors member.